Welcome to Anderswick Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Um, well, if we haven't met before, my name is Ruby Heslop. I'm the youth pastor here at Annasbrook. Um, it's always such a privilege to get asked to speak on a Sunday. Um, look, if you don't know what's been happening in our youth ministry, can I tell you about it? Yes. Cool. It's been vibrant. Um, God is really doing a powerful thing in our teenagers, that's for sure. Um, They bring something fresh. If you you know a teenager, you'll know. um, They're excited. They come excited. They invite their friends. It's pretty awesome. Um, But if I can tell you one thing about our youth ministry is that they know how to praise. Uh, Sometimes on a Sunday, I think looking around, I wish a conga line would just burst out of nowhere like a Wednesday night. Um, Let's get some joy up in here. But no, seriously, our youth, they are just on fire for Jesus. It's been amazing to see, um, especially last year, this kind of like shift where every person is is coming for God. It doesn't seem like they're coming for the hype. It seems like they're coming for Jesus. And so please keep praying for them. Um, I'm believing for some big things in our youth this year. Because last year we saw healings, we saw miracles, we saw a lot of salvations, uh, teenagers carrying their Bibles around. It's pretty awesome. And at the end of the year, um, I guess my, my biggest prayer, and you guys might have felt this about church, um, was that the summer holiday wouldn't stop the momentum. But I just had this peace in my heart. I just had this peace in my heart. It's not going to stop. And um, oh, I get emotional when, when God is moving. Do you? <laughs> at the start of this year, I, I received this word from God, which I believe isn't just for the youth. I did share it as our, as our launch for the year, but I feel like it's actually for the church and it's for you. Um, do you want to know what the word is? The word, the word I'm declaring over us as a church and individuals is more. More, M-O-R-E, if you're taking notes, write that down, more. More for you in 2024. And um, I'm gonna get into that in just a second, what I think that looks like, but why don't we pray together? If you could close your eyes. Thank you, Lord. Lord, dear Lord Jesus, this morning, would you use me as your vessel as I share a word I believe is for the people of your church in 2024? Would every word I share be from you? As we believe and declare these things, would you release more over your church, more over your people, more over every area that is currently in lack? In Jesus' name we all said, Amen. Amen. Hey, I know we're almost in March, but is anyone in the room feeling excited about 2024? It's kind of crazy we're almost already in March, hey? Um, Well, I was already feeling excited based on what we saw at Youth and Church in 2023, But when God gave me this word, this one word vision for the year, I love when it's one word, keeps it simple, eh? This one word vision for the year, far out. I was excited, more. And I I heard God say to me, Ruby, what you saw in 2023 is just the beginning. I have more in store for 2024. That's good. And um, I'm sure we can all agree the last four years or however many, we don't don't really want to count from 2020, do we? Um, They've been a bit crazy. A bit weird, it kind of feels like we're finally getting back to normal, whatever normal even means now. Um, but I think a lot of us have gotten used to all these changes in our lives and our new normal looks like less. Hear me out, less hanging out, less attention span, uh, less energy, less capacity, less motivation, maybe even less opportunities is what it can feel like. And I think a lot of us have become careless, hopeless, 
helpless, pointless, well, maybe we feel meaningless or the worst one of all, and I'm gonna make up a word today, Jesusless. But I'm believing over 2024 for more. More Jesus, more life, more healings, more salvations, more miracles, more scripture being read, more, 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 more. And um, I think some people in the room need to hear that today, that uh, where you're at right now is not the end. It's not even the peak. You haven't even reached the top and it's all downhill from here. No, when God is involved, there's always more for your life. There is always more. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty grateful for that. Um, if, you've, if you've got your Bible here today, I'd love for you to join me in Ephesians 3.20. An amazing scripture. You probably have heard. You may not have, and if not, I'd love to tell you about it today, but maybe this will show you it from a slightly different angle. Um, I'm gonna be reading it from the NLT. It's gonna come up on the screen. Ephesians 3.20, here we go. Now all glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. I love that. I'm gonna read it again. All glory to God who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish what? Infinitely more than we might ask or think. This scripture has been an absolute rock for my life. Um, I remember my dad teaching it to us kids. We would do memory verses in the car. If you're a parent who drives your kids to school in the morning, I really recommend doing this. At the time, we were always like, oh, can we just listen to Miley Cyrus or something? But this scripture that he like, would memory, they'd put it into our brains. Um, it has never left me. How many years later? When I was five, six, seven, I'm now... 22, that has stayed with me. So I really encourage you to do that um, if, that's, if you drive your kids to school. Um, but this has been an absolute rock for my life. Knowing it and truly believing it has been where I have seen the biggest miracles outworked. I've seen physical healings in my own personal world, um, purchasing a home. I really, that was my scripture, bedrock. Um, working through big and, and to be like vulnerable, some traumatic situations in my world. That scripture was it for me. And I was thinking, okay, why don't more Christians hold on to this as a daily declaration? Why isn't this something we, we declare daily? Um, if we've got a God who is saying, I'll do more than you could ask, think, hope, or imagine, where are the Christians who are asking? Where are the Christians who are hoping and imagining? Um, as I was studying this verse, I started reading it more and more. And I started reading it in its original translation in the Greek. Um, funny enough, there was this particular word that stood out to me. I don't know if any of you do this or have you heard of the resource Classic Net Bible? Has anyone heard of that resource? If you should search it up, it's incredible. You can actually see the, the direct translation from the Greek or if you're reading the Old Testament, um, Hebrew, etc. Um, into the English and what it actually means, what the scripture meant. And the word that stood out to me, of course, was more. It was the Greek word for more. And it's gonna come up on the screen. If you, if you know how to pronounce it better than I can, please shout it out. But I think, um, based on my research, this word is pronounced perisos, perisos. Is there anyone that can tell me I'm wrong? No? Okay, cool. <laughs> so this word here, more than necessary. That was like, what? It's not just a bigger quantity of something. God is specific here. It's actually more than is necessary. Church, we serve a more than is necessary God. We don't serve a just enough God. We don't serve a barely scraping through God. We don't even serve a stingy God. That might challenge some theology in the room, but we serve a more than is necessary God. He doesn't just provide us with what we need, but He gives us more 
than that. Why? Because he wants to. He wants to. That's it. Here are some other definitions of the word perisos. Um, above, above and over. Super added. Exceeding and abundant. Supremely. Much more than all. Superior. Surpassing. Uncommon. Oh, I love that. Uncommon. Remarkable. Excellent. It's not just a bigger quantity. It's more than is necessary. Pretty cool. Um, hey, if you didn't know, I am getting married soon. It's very exciting. Aaron and I, how, what, how many days is it? 30, 32. 32 days, it's coming up quick. Um, and anyone out there, has anyone out there planned a wedding? Anyone? A few people? Whew, it's a lot, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> especially um, got the house thing going on and trying to do renovations. It's been a lot. It's expensive. Um, someone out there is agreeing with me, I'm sure. And there have been a few things that we've both had on our want list that I guess just aren't a financial priority right now. You know, a new couch would be nice. Cutlery that isn't from Kmart. That's always the dream. Um, a hair straightener for Aaron. Uh, <laughs> but one of the things that was on Aaron's list um, that I was quite happy to blame on, on the cost of everything, you know, oh, no, 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 a PlayStation. <laughs> oh, man, if you're not familiar with a PlayStation, think of a Game Boy or, or a deck of cards turned digital, that kind of thing. But the thing is, Aaron and I, we've been together since the end of 2021, okay? So it's been a little while now. I've been pretty blessed so far. I was very content uh, with dating one of the only guys I knew that wasn't into gaming, he had no, absolute no talk of it, never was into it. And um, now that we're engaged and he's locked me in for life, he's decided he wants to become a gamer husband. <laughs> so that's awesome. Not happy about it. <laughs> he said to me, trust me, it'll be good for the youth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm like, I'll make sure to use that one in the future. Um, so anyway, I told him no. No PlayStation allowed in my household. <laughs> Many wives out there have already told me in advance that getting married is a little bit like practicing for parenting, so I already start to feel like I'm practicing that now. But I said to, just joking, I said to Aaron, look, a PlayStation is just, just not necessary right now. You know, the wedding, all of that, later, later. And um, I also said, no parent wants their teenager coming to our house for more screen time. Um, so little did I know though, Aaron had actually already, already taken it to the Lord. <sighs> Unfortunately, in this circumstance, God was listening. And uh, <laughs> the next day he received this text message. It's always a text message, isn't it? From someone Aaron has met once in his life. Can we bring out this text message on the screen? Um, <clears throat> hey, bro. <laughs> It's always bro, eh? I've met once, but they're brothers. Hey, bro, I heard you were keen for a PS4. Hey bro, yeah, I have been on the lookout for one, have put it on the back burner, is can't really justify buying one before the wedding, haha, code for don't have permission. Um, fair enough, huh? would you be interested in an early wedding present then? Oh my days, how am I meant to say no to that? If someone could give me advice, I would happily take it. For once, I am not interested in an early wedding present. Um, <laughs> and I think if Aaron was up here right now, he would be happily telling you he serves a more than necessary God. It was less than necessary for me. Should have prayed into it. I've learned my lesson. Anyway, 
that is a blessing for him. Anyway, around the same time, um, one of the things I was really hoping to buy was some new contact lenses. Um, I often thank the Lord for whoever invented glasses. It's quite nice to be able to see. Um, but a little detail that I kind of felt a bit selfish about praying for were these contact lenses. Um, they were something I was hoping to be able to wear on the wedding day. Um, you know, I didn't really want to wear glasses on the day. I'd just run out of them and, and going to be vulnerable this morning. Finances were looking tough. I was like, I just don't know if I can justify spending money on contact lenses. There's all these other things. And I remember praying at the start of the year, okay, Lord, only you know how I'm going to pay all these bills. And to be honest, survive until married. Double income sounds really good right now, Lord. But in all seriousness, there are things I just don't feel like I can afford right now, God. They may not be urgent like these contact lenses. I don't need them to survive, but they matter to me. Help me in some way. Amen. Maybe you've had something like that you've prayed for and it's not a necessity, but it's just something you want. You know, you can't justify it. You almost feel like a little bit silly for praying it. Um, And so I'm here at this point of kind of desperation, but I remember having this peace knowing, okay, the God I know has never let me lack. He's never let me be in lack. And not long after praying, and I hope this person doesn't mind me sharing the story because I did not ask permission, Um, but it's a good one, so it should be fun. Um, I received a text from Catherine Bowden. Does anyone anyone know her? Um, I'll I'll kind of paraphrase her text, but she said, hey, lovely. Quite different from bro. I like it. (laughs) Hey, lovely. (laughs) Do you still wear daily contacts or monthlies? We're getting rid of a bunch of lenses, sending them back to the lab due to overstocking, but thought I'd check with you if you'd like some. Did you just hear me? I mean, when I opened this message, I genuinely started crying. I was like, what are the chances? Out of every single thing on the planet I could need, I could have been offered even, it was the only thing that I prayed for. A weirdly specific prayer, very weird. Um, I almost felt not worthy of praying about and I didn't think I was gonna be able to see on the wedding day. Um, Maybe a little bit more necessary than a PlayStation, but God came through. As he always does. I, I said to her, I said this to you, eh? you have no idea how much of a blessing that is. And she texted it back to me, you were the first person that popped into my head. Out of all the people she knows who needs glasses, which I'm sure is a lot seeing as you work in an eyewear company, I came to her mind first. What was a simple thought to Catherine was a more moment for me. Yeah. Catherine, you had no idea what kind of miracle you played a part in. For you, that might have been simple, but for me, that changed everything. And so I want to ask a question. Where are all the Catherines, the ones who are just going to play a part in the more of other people's journeys? I'm not necessarily talking about more money or gifting something like a PlayStation. I'm talking about more miracles. I'm talking about more answered prayers, more healings, more prophecies, more dreams, more people seeing the love of God through the actions of someone who's just willing to say yes to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Yes. I just was honestly in awe. Like God would care so much about the random details of my life, of little old me, but that's the thing. And I think someone needs to hear it. God is a God who cares about the details. Isn't that amazing? He cares so much about the small He cares about the big. He cares about the significant details. And to us, what might seem like insignificant details, He cares. I love this scripture in Matthew. We're gonna read off the screen. 6, 25 to 34. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, 
Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable um, to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. So God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows your needs. He already knew my needs. He already knew them. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. There's more to life than how a lot of us treat it sometimes. God cares for you more than He cares for the birds and the flowers. Yet they seem to be doing pretty well. <laughs> he cares about the more in our life. So whatever the more is for you, maybe, maybe have a think about it. What is, what is something you've been searching for more of? What have you been asking God for more of? Sometimes we feel silly going to Him. Maybe it's one of the things I've mentioned, groceries, petrol, something totally different, maybe a house. There's, there's actually more than you could ask for, hope or imagine when God is involved. Don't be afraid to pray for more. Can I grab Isaac up here, please? That'd be amazing. Um, Brent and Viv were in the room when I shared this, this message on more to our youth. They, they said, we need, we need this at church. So I was like, okay, cool, I'll share it. Um, I thought, isn't it quite cool? This is, this is what, what, what has happened in our youth already. We've only had three youth services so far for the year because we start when the school term does. But we have already seen more. Everything we were seeing last year, but more. We've already seen in three weeks over 40 hands up for salvation. We um, Last Wednesday had this major miracle moment. Um, on Wednesday nights, we often break into groups after the message and youth get an opportunity to ask questions or ask for prayer. It's really awesome. Um, one girl came along last week with a migraine and major back pain. She said she'd been in pain for days, really, really bad. Um, she didn't feel well enough to be at youth, but she loves being there, so she came anyway. And um, one of our youth leaders was in the group, two of them, sorry. Um, but one of them in particular was like, we should just pray for healing for this. Like, we've been declaring that over the year. Why don't we start now? Like, why do we have to wait till the end of the year? Let's start second week in. And... Um, she, she had this vision um, at the start of the year, our leaders got together and, and said, hey, okay, brainstorm. I, I kind of shared my vision with them, said, what do you want to see more of? And this one said, I want to see more instant healings. I want to see more moments that just make us go, wow, wow. And um, so she reached out. She started praying along with this other youth leader. And um, guess what we saw? Instant healing. This, this girl with this terrible migraine and back pain, kind of looks around and stands up and is like, I'm totally pain-free right now. And all these girls, this group of girls are like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. And um, they were even in more shock when she jumps up on stage and shares it in front of the whole youth ministry. And we're, we're telling them about this miracle that has happened in front of these eyes. Instant healing. I'm believing for more of that this year. Are you? I'm so certain there is more for your life than what you feel stuck in. Maybe it's a physical thing. Maybe it's financial, whatever it is. There's more, there is more, I'm sure. And so 
while I'm declaring more over 2024, over Annisbrook Church, over you, I encourage you to do the same. Declare more over your own life, that the enemy will no longer have a hold over any part of your world. He won't be stealing, killing or destroying anything because this year will be the year you give everything to God, where there is more for you. What the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around for good. There will be less fear in our church, in Jesus' Name. There will be less anger in families, less addiction, less brokenness, less anxiety, less depression, less loneliness, less of anything the enemy wants for you. More families will be saved through our church. I really believe that. I think it's, I'm, I'm declaring it now as a faith thing. I believe that through our youth particularly, families from the community are gonna be saved. That's something I'm believing for this year. But I think it doesn't even just have to be in that room. I think it could be in this room too. There's someone in your family maybe that doesn't know Jesus. What if this is the year? You have that little bit of confidence to tell them about, tell them about God again. Maybe you've been shut down by them. Reach out, give it a go. What's the worst that could happen? Deeper roots, believing for deeper roots, more people finding their purpose and calling, more fear of the Lord, more spiritual gifts being strengthened, more miracles, instant ones like we're talking about, more healings, more salvations. That would be good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray in a moment, and I have some what I believe are some prophetic words for the people this morning. Um, and I also feel like there's gonna be a healing today. I'm I'm believing for it. Um, but there's one more thing I'd like to encourage you with, um, just kind of on what I was talking about with Catherine and, and others. And there's so many of you who have already done stuff like this, stepped out, responded to a prompting of the Holy Spirit. But just last night, um, I got this message and, and actually really quickly before I even go into it, the, I don't think it's an accident that we've been really focusing on prophecy over the last few while and we've been having the text phone number up on the screen. I really feel like God is wanting to activate the church to prophesy and not even just in these four walls, but in your workplace, in your home, at the petrol station, at the supermarket. Um, he wants to activate you to do it. Don't just rely on other people to do it. And um, anyway, last night I was praying and prepping into this morning and I, I knew what I wanted to share, but I kind of had this feeling of, okay, even though I know what I'm gonna say, I just don't know if it's gonna teach anyone anything. You know, like, I don't know if you've been in a scenario where maybe you feel a bit out of your depth and you kind of feel like the enemy's trying to take you out in those moments. Um, but I get this text from James Cooper, essentially encouraging me and believing with me for an awesome morning. Um, and he also seen the scripture from Jeremiah 1 verse 4 to 12, if you're not familiar with it. Um, it's, it's incredible. I, I opened it on my Bible app and read it and was like, wow, this is amazing. It's, it's the call of Jeremiah and him feeling too young, but God essentially saying, do not be afraid before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you. So that was really awesome. That was an encouragement I needed to be like, you know what? Even if it's just James Cooper backing me, that's a pretty good person to be backing you. Um, so that was awesome. And then after a while longer of prepping, um, I tried going to sleep tossing and turning for hours and hours. After probably an hour or two of unsuccessfully going to sleep, I felt God say, Ruby, pick up your Bible. Just turn your light on, read your Bible. And so I was thinking, okay, not sleeping anyway. This is a good decision. Um, let's see. And so I didn't know what I was gonna read. I just flicked my Bible up into a random page. Do you ever do that when you're like not sure what to read? You decide, let's see what God has for me today. Flicked it open. Out of the, I'm not joking when I say, out of the 1,140 pages of my Bible, I could have opened it on. It opened on page 683, Jeremiah 1 verse 4 to 12. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born, I set you apart. And church, when I, when I tell you, 
When God gives you a word or a dream or a vision for someone, you have to believe that you could be a part of the more for their life. We have to stop thinking, someone else will do it. Someone else will do it. You can do it. I, I spoke to James this morning about and told him what happened. He said, Ruby, the exact same thing happened to me. Um, I was praying for tomorrow. This is yesterday. I opened up my Bible, went to that exact page. I knew it was for you. More, 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 more of that. What James could have just read it and thought, that's a cool message for tomorrow. He sent it. And for me, that was a, an amazing God moment in the middle of the night. More of that. God, God is a God of more than necessary. Does anyone believe it? Come on. Okay, um, I've got some words for some people, if that's okay. Um, this is the one I'm not sure who it's for, but is there someone in the room um, who has something, an issue with their knee? And maybe it's a surgery they've had or a surgery that needs to happen, but it's like really bad knee pain. Is there anyone with any? You do. Okay. Would you feel comfortable coming up here? Well, come up here and tell us. James, do you think you could come up? I think this could be a cool moment. I mean, do you guys believe that what we're talking about, more could happen? If we've got the whole church believing for some healing right now, what do you guys reckon? Tell us tell us what's been going on. Okay. Um, I would be, well, I was about 20-something. I tore my ACL and had a reconstruction surgery. jump down in a second but um, and we're going to pray as a church for that because I felt in my heart there's going to be someone who had been in pain for years and this is the scripture I felt for you Craig Jeremiah 30 verses 17 for I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal declares the Lord I think we need to get serious here and actually believe for healing and believe for a miracle that we don't need a surgery because we've got the ultimate surgeon so could you reach out a hand maybe James do you want to which knee is it all right, God, we just declare over Craig right now for a total healing, total miracle. We thank you that you are the ultimate healer. Lord, we declare for more, 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 more right now over what the doctors have said needs to be a total massive surgery. We don't believe that, Lord. We believe in miracles. We believe you can do that. So I pray that you would do a reconstruction in his knee right now, that it would be this, this crazy moment right, right now, Lord, that he would feel something shift. He would feel something change. We thank you, Lord, that you care about our health. You care about things small and big. And this thing that Craig has brought to you, Lord, I pray for a healing right now. Thank you, Father. You're doing something in him right now. I believe it. I believe it with all of my heart that you're healing him. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Do you want to pray? Lord, we just thank you that there is nothing, nothing that you cannot do. And we believe that through the name of Jesus, that all authority is in that name. And we declare right now for this to leave Craig's body, for this sickness to go now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for complete and total healing. We declare it now and believe. And we, we, we allow 
by getting out of the way in our own efforts to allow you to move in this situation. And we command this leg to work as it was originally intended to. And we declare that in the name of Jesus and we thank you for it and receive it right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. How are you feeling? You can be honest. Well, yeah. Look, it's, it's tell you that. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was, did you, did you feel like the Holy Spirit moving in that moment? Really? A little bit more flexibility? Come on. Well, let's keep praying. Eh? I think as the church, we know what Craig is going through now. Let's lift him up. Let's keep praying for him. Um, believe for total miracle. Thanks, Craig. Should we give it up for Craig? Cool. A bit more flexibility. We should definitely, definitely keep praying though in your own time. How cool would it be if by next Sunday, Craig can say it's full healing? Whew. All right. Um, Jamie. Is Jamie in the room? Jamie. Um, I had these three words that I felt like were forgot from God, man of integrity. And I, the Scripture came to mind, Luke 16 verse 10, and it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. God trusts you a lot. And um, I feel to say that maybe what you thought was the much was actually the little, and God is about to entrust you with the much. Um, so yeah. Rodney, is Rodney in the room? Rodney Bowater's here. Hey Rodney, how are you? Um, I felt to encourage you that there's more for you. Um, I was reading in Acts 2, when God says He'll pour His Spirit out on all people, um, He outlines two groups, young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. Please don't get me wrong, I'm not calling you old. Um, but I do feel like God is circling you out to become more of a dreamer that there's gonna be more dreams, um, dreams that will shape the future of the younger generations, uh, dreams that will guide the next step of the church and the wider church, and dreams for your own family. And so don't be afraid to ask God for more dreams because He's about to unlock a fresh and abundant gifting of dreams in your life. Um, okay, this is an interesting one. I don't know who it's for either, but um, does anyone know Kim Reeves from our Heart City location? Um, I saw this picture of Kim, okay? But I know it, I don't think the word is for Kim. Um, if you know her, she's incredible. If you don't, her alongside her husband, Mitch, are the location passes of our Hut City location. And anyway, I kind of saw her standing there um, with a mic in her hand. And if you don't know a bit of her story, both her and Mitch didn't feel called to pastor straight away. Um, but they stepped up to a call God had placed on their lives after many words and encouragements, but it was a bit of a battle. I'm sure they wouldn't mind us sharing that, hopefully. I saw um, her step up to the calling though, almost reluctantly in my vision. And I asked God, why are you showing me Kim? I don't think she's gonna be in the room tomorrow. But I felt him say, there's another person in the room today that needs to step up to what I have called them to. I believe that there might be a person or a couple in the room um, who are called to something, you've received words, you've received um, yeah, a message from God about it, maybe it's being a pastor in the future, I don't know, but you know what it is and you're kind of running from it. God has um, told you maybe through other people, but you've been pushing it away, wanting to ignore it and do your own thing. Um, God is asking you to stop running. That's what I got. So uh, if it's you and you know that there's this call on your life, but you felt in your spirit, you can't help but like push it away. You just don't want a bar of it. Um, I'd love to chat after the service and pray for you. So come find me if it's you. Okay, Sarah Stewart. Is Sarah here? 
I saw her earlier. There she is. Oh, isn't Sarah just such a joy? Such a joy. Um, Sarah to me is one of those amazing women of the church. Ever since I was young, I can remember going around to the Stuart's house. Um, Sarah and of course Tim opening up their house to whatever antics the young people were up to. A lot of sing star I can remember with Annie and making sherbet and random stuff. But um, there are two parts to what I feel to encourage you with. Number one is that God honours the role you've played in young people's lives that you've actually played such a pivotal role, whether you can see it or not, and showing a group of young people that they have a place. Um, you've shown them that they are loved by God and loved by you, and not only that, but they are welcome always. And that's the Gospel. So I, honor you, I wanna honour you for that too. Um, thank you for all the times that you welcomed me. <clears throat> but number two, I felt in my heart that maybe, and this might not be right, but maybe you've been wondering what, what your purpose is gonna be in the next generation. You kinda like, kids are growing up, we're not all too young anymore. And um, you're like, what is it gonna be now? And I heard the words that you're gonna be a mum of mums, that you're gonna be a wisdom carrier for a generation of mums. You will be um, a wisdom carrier and imparter. You'll be a place of refuge. And just like you were to the young people, you will have this openness about your life that welcomes these mums in. So yeah, I think that's gonna be a big part of the next season. Okay, I have one more and then it would be awesome to pray. Is um, are Emily and Lindsay in the room? Are they here today? Maybe, maybe not. Oh, you're here. Um, if you guys haven't met this family, man, you need to. They're a beautiful family, just absolutely awesome. Um, but I feel to encourage you that um, you moving to Nelson was never just about the job. Um, God has bigger plan than the physical shift that was needed um, for a spiritual shift in your family. And I really feel like God is gonna do something really special and really new in your family in this time, in this new city, new season that you've been dreaming of for a long time. So don't be afraid that moving was whatever, like, oh, did I make the right decision? The job is awesome, but what God's gonna do in your family is even more awesome. So yeah, all right. If everyone could close their eyes, I'm gonna pray for us as a church. Um, the first prayer I'm gonna pray is a prayer of salvation. So if you've never um, welcomed God into your life or maybe you've walked away from God and you, you wanna welcome Him back in, um, I would love to give you this opportunity to welcome Him to your heart. So if that's you, you're like, yes, Ruby, this God you talk about, the God of more, maybe maybe your um, understanding of God had been different. You thought He was a stingy God, like what I was talking about. But you're like, you know what? I wanna know this God that Ruby's telling me about. Um, would love to give you this opportunity. So on the count of three, raise your hand. No one else is watching. I'm just looking out for who I'm praying for. Three, two, one. Put your hand up if that's you and you'd like to welcome God into your heart for maybe the first time or Again, I'll give you a moment. Yeah, awesome. It's cool. Yeah, amazing. The hand is up. Heavens are praising and celebrating. All right, let's believe with this one. And maybe there's others too that, that didn't feel brave enough to put their hand up. But dear Lord Jesus, Let's, should we repeat after me? Let's do this all together as a church. Repeat after me, believing for this one, that as they give their life to Jesus, they would have Him totally, radically change and save. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank You for what You did for me on the cross 2,000 years ago. I believe You died for my sins, rose from the dead, 
So I ask You for Your forgiveness and turn from my sins. I invite You to come into my heart and life. I wanna trust You and follow You as my Lord and Saviour forever and ever. And everyone said, Amen. Can we put our hands together and celebrate all the people who just gave their life to Christ and especially that one. We're so proud of you. God loves you. And um, in a moment, Pastor Rebecca's gonna tell you what you can do for your next steps. Um, but really quickly, before I go, I would love to sort of uh, activate this in the church and maybe we could pray this over all of us that there would be more in our lives and that we would have the faith to uh, step out. Uh, does that sound good? Okay, we're gonna do something we sometimes do at church and I love it. Everyone stand to your feet. Um, I'm gonna pray a prayer of your 2024. You're gonna pray it with me. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. I'm not gonna ask you to hold the hand because you know, we sometimes do that, but I don't like that one. Put your hands up in the air and put it over their shoulders. Eh? That feels a bit more brother, sister in Christ. Okay. <laughs> Are we reaching? It's okay if you're on an end. You've got someone hopefully. Squish up if you, if you don't have someone next to you. All right, the reason we do this, by the way, is because we are a church family and we, we are a team. And so when we are unified, there's actually power. When we're praying this as a, as a church, hands around the person next to you, you're actually believing it, not just for you, but for them. And that's really powerful, so it's important, okay? So what I want you to do is repeat after me these words and believe them in your heart. Close your eyes. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray right now for more in 2024. I pray for more of You and Your goodness. I pray for less of the devil and his tactics. I pray right now that You would protect me, guide me and use me this year. I pray You protect my family and my friends. I pray this prayer, not just for myself, but for the person on my left and the person on my right. I declare there will be more for Annisburg Church this year. In Jesus' name, we say boldly and loudly, Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info or visit our website.